Uh, it's great to catch up with Paul Bryce uh, because he's been a long-time contributor to Sport FM and in particular Sport FM Breakfast. And he's uh, dialed in again from the UK this morning to update us on everything that's happening over there. Uh, Paul, good morning. Thanks for your time again. Just like old times. Uh, must be a little quiet your end, so I don't know if we can turn the volume up somewhere, but we'll keep going. Yeah, we'll try our best there, Paul, to try and uh, fix that for you, mate. Um, hey, uh, England uh, team, of course, back home after those one-day internationals and, of course, their successful T20 uh, World Cup triumph. Um, what's been the reception back at home? Because it's a quick turnaround, because then they're off to Pakistan for some test matches in the not-too-distant future. Well, they are, but, of course, there was the, the sort of a hangover from it all with this one-day series that uh, just concluded with uh, a fair old thumping, which I don't think, you know, was a great surprise to too many. Um, a lot of people on both sides have questioned the point of it. What was it doing in in the calendar in the first place? Um, the crowd figures will tell you that uh, the same. Um, apart from David Milan's century in the, the first innings in the first game in Adelaide, I don't suppose we learned a great deal about about a great deal of anything. And as you say, um, both countries going into to test series in the next few days. England, of course, going to Pakistan. Now, this is going to be interesting because this is baseball abroad. We've seen plenty of it in England, but we've never seen it abroad uh, yet. And we're going to be interested on those wickets, on those slow spinning wickets. Um, we'll see how that goes. It should say great occasion, really, the first time England have toured Pakistan since, I think, 2005. And so great to have cricket back in that country. It will be very keenly followed um, over here, of course, a, a very large a Pakistani uh, population over here, and um, it will be followed very keenly, uh, and some more early starts for the likes of yours truly. <laughs> yeah, the time difference doesn't help you at all, does it, Paul? Unfortunately, no. um, do you expect that the, <laughs> the 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 test squad that England will put together? You expect that it'll be reasonably strong for this Pakistan series? Yeah, you would have thought so. Um, there's a few of those T20 heroes gone over to uh, uh, to to join that squad. Um, of course, they've got this match going on. I know it was reported in the news this morning, um, the, the match with the Jofra Archer in it in Dubai. It's a, a bit of a warm-up game, and, and I don't know how many people see much in this one either because um, is if they haven't played enough cricket, they're just going to put something else together to test. They don't quite know what, maybe conditions, adaptation, etc., things like that. But apart from that, it's just a hit-up, a glorified um, hit-up, which will be put in, in, in the record books. And... Um, really, the, the, the all-important thing will be the first uh, action, which is the toss at Raul Pindi on the 1st of December. Uh, Paul, how much has been made over in the UK about the different coaches for different formats? I mean, we've spoken about it a little bit over here in Australia. We've got Andrew McDonald, who does obviously one format um, for all three. Uh, sorry, he's the coach for all three. And then you've got Matthew Mott and Brendan McCullum, who do different things from, a, from an England point of view. How much has that been spoken about, if at all, to, to lead to this, what success we've seen in recent times of the England cricket team? I think it's certainly been a help. And coaches we've had in the past have just said, look, it's far too much for me to do. Um, I'm not designed to, to work that way. You know, we're playing so much more of the sport now. You can't expect one person to, to do everything necessarily. It has to be remembered that um, I think I'm right in saying that of all the cricketing countries, England has the, the greater volume of cricket because we have 16 counties, uh, 18 counties, sorry, first class. So we've got a, a much bigger domestic season than other countries have. Um, so it would have to be, something had to give. 
uh, and obviously we've seen with the success of recent years that there's your dividend. You, you split it up and somebody comes in and, and that's the way it is. The issue we've got really at the moment is with this whole crossover thing, and we've already highlighted it, you've just had the one day, you're straight into test matches. We had a situation earlier in the year where you had a one-day series in the Netherlands going on while the test series was going on over here with, with two different groups of players. So it, it, this is the biggest thing. This is what's going to affect cricket. And this is what, why you're seeing the likes of Alex Hales, Liam Livingston, um, Pat Cummings, uh, you know, whoever you want to name, pulling out of the IPL. Mm. We've got Paul Bryce uh, over in the UK with us this morning here on Sports Breakfast. Uh, Paul, no doubt you're keeping a close eye on the Football World Cup, which is happening obviously in Qatar. Two saturation point. It's blanket coverage over here. Um, the, the timings are pretty good um, for us, and absolutely. And um, I echo what you said earlier on. Have a look, if you will, at Richarlison's second goal tonight, because that was very, <laughs> very special. That's that's a goal of not just this World Cup, but several World Cups. Uh, I I would think I won't spoil it, but it's well worth a look at. And what a tournament! I mean, forget the backdrop for a second, but what a tournament that's been. Um, going into it. Such a shame, really, that we won't have, uh, I wouldn't have thought, much to show from the host nation, um, which is, is a great shame. Certainly that first game, I know there were nerves, but it was more like a training drill. And having watched it, I thought to myself, goodness me, we're in for a long haul here. But hasn't it improved since then? And it's probably one of the most open tournaments, if not the most open tournament, for, for many a year. And that includes the Socceroos. Nobody should be disgraced in the fact they lost 4-1, it was to the world champions. And as uh, I think I read one quote saying that they're the world champions for, the, for a reason, and they are. The Socceroos have as good a chance as anybody of, of certainly getting out of the group and see what happens from there. Um, you know, and you know, other teams that you look at going through to Canada, I was very impressed with them. Um, and but for a penalty, that, you know, a missed penalty, they, they could well have won that game. Um, so really, there's no gimme anymore. Uh, maybe Costa Rica wouldn't tell you that, but apart from that, there are, all the games have had something to them and they've all been contests. Yeah, they certainly have been. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, a couple of results from a couple of the Southeast Asian countries have certainly thrown a cat amongst the pigeons, so um, certainly... Um, uh, there has been some surprises, there's no doubt about that. Let's hope the Aussies can cause a couple between now and the end of the tournament. Uh, Paul, what else is happening over in the UK that we should know about? Well, it's probably worth drawing uh, attention to the fact that it's the last game of the spring tour for the Wallabies. Um, however many of you lucky to put aside on the field at the moment, everybody seems to be going down, including Michael Hooper, for the game against Wales in Cardiff. Now, wouldn't, wouldn't be a surprise here for a Welsh reaction. Went down to Georgia by a point, um, Many people in Wales didn't realise they had a rugby team in Georgia, so to lose to them was more than a seismic shock. It's the same level, really, as I suppose, as the Saudis beating Argentina in the World Cup. So there's no doubt the Wallabies are going to be on um, a bit of a hiding to nothing for the last game of the tour. But they've won many friends over here with the, the way they've played, and certainly improvement um, on, on previous tours and shows that, all right, it's a bit slow, but the... the the rise of Australian rugby amongst all the codes is, is certainly on its way back, uh, and they've been they've been well appreciated by the crowds um, over here, and um, you know that they should be very pleased with their efforts, uh, although they've not won every game. Paul, thank you for your time this morning. Much appreciated. Uh, good to hear your voice uh, as always, and catch up with you again soon.